Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to TTTM. Welcome to the Yorks cast, a uh, Halloween spectacular five for whatever number we're on now. Um, uh, I think it's four, isn't it? Well, four was supposed to be last year, wasn't it? But so 2014, you see, like four, but we 20, skipped we it, missed it. So I yeah. reckon we'll just go with the five and then people will be confused that there is no four. So this is the thing we do no, every no, Halloween. Hang on, we'll Lewis, try and let's, do, do, let's do a different intro. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Yorks cast, the Yog pod episode 394. Oh, good idea. Five. 395. Okay, good. That includes all the episodes that we should have done, but we, we didn't. Yeah, we that's didn't right. We didn't do them. Yeah. So today, you're joined by me, Lewis, of course, and Simon the Witch. I heard you had a good impression of a witch, Simon. Do, is, have you, have you, have I don't know what you're talking about. Have you turned into a witch? I don't know what you're talking about, Lewis, but... Cueing the witch now. On a completely unrelated note, I've got a friend here. <gasps> oh. Her name is Mabel. Okay. She's an old lady. Oh, goodness. She's getting on. And uh, she's she's 37. Where did you meet her? <laughs> um, I met her. She was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Okay. Um, and our eyes met. I used to... And I asked her oh, for a Bloody but... Mary. Oh. And she said, what was that? <laughs> And I said, can I have a Bloody Mary? And she said, pardon? And I said, Bloody Mary. And then her eyes just went red. And blood came out of her bottom. Ew. And her fingernails grew long and warts sprouted all over her face. And she turned green. And, and a hat appeared on her head. And a hat appeared and a little black cat popped up. And she jumped on a broomstick. <laughs> and she... Uh, she never did make me that drink. I'm still waiting for it to this very day. Is she there with you? Maybe you yeah, can... Yeah, she's here with me. I suggest you don't say um, say those words Mabel! anymore. Mabel! Right. Are you there, Mabel? Hey, Mabel, come here. I'm just coming! I'm just coming! <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hello! Mabel, hello! Hello! Oh, my chocolate I'm Lewis. You're hearing me from across... Lewis. The airwaves, Lewis, that's right. hello. Uh, My name is Mabel and I'm a witch! Oh, it's fantastic to have you here. Thank you for being on the spook, Spooky Podcast. Do you do you have any remembrance of what turned you into a witch in the first place? Um, it was a long time ago. I was, I was a little girl and I fell down the well. Okay. What? Oh God! How, how was that? Just what were you doing at the well? I was getting the water. Were you to wash my clothes for your family? Yeah. 
Okay. So it was... I brought the dance and everything. You brought it and everything. Yeah. Oh goodness. And, and what? <laughs> so, did what happened to, to your family? Did you did you follow them? They're all dead. Oh goodness. How long ago was this? Do any of their relatives survive? Have you got any great grand relatives or it anything? It was four years, forty years ago. Right. And uh, I do have a relative left. He was my brother. Mm-hmm. His name is Graham. Okay. And he's a frog because I cursed him. Okay, good. <laughs> Mabel, what, so what kind of spoopy powers do you have? Are they are like, you know, cursing in someone, someone into a frog is obviously one. Yes, but I can turn people into frogs, but only if they're my brother. Oh, right. That's how it it's works. fairly limited. Yeah. So, so do you have other, other kind of special powers? I can bake. Oh, goodness. Magic cookies. Magic. Yeah. I crumble this special substance into them and they make you see wonderful things and laugh. <laughs> like that? Oh, goodness. What kind of, what kind of substance is it? It makes you happy. Can you obtain it from uh, bath salts? Is that uh, the sort of... Well, you can obtain it from Bath or Bristol. Um, places near the coast are usually a good bet. Okay. But places where there's lots of countryside, um, where people can, can grow things. <laughs> good. So have you ever uh, spooked anyone famous? Have you ever met anyone famous in your life, Maple, that you might have spooked in your travels? Uh, Prince Philip. I okay. met Prince Philip. Did you? Ooh, and he's never I been the same. A, I was a young girl and he was a young man. And I could have been the Queen of England, I tell you. Because wow. that's how it works. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, do, uh, do... He, he wanted me to cast a spell for him. Right. What was it? He wanted his todger to grow. Did he? Because it was only little, like a little baby. Like a little baby sausage. Like a little, no, like a little baby. Little, little babies, all oh, right. His okay. todger actually looked like a baby. Did it, it was the shape of a child. A tiny baby. Yes. A, a very, a baby the size of a baby's todger. And sometimes it would weep. Oh, goodness. Well, is that because of your spells? Or <laughs> did you have. Okay, so how do you get around Mabel? I mean, what's your mode of transport? I take the bus mainly. All right. Because <laughs> I'm old enough to have a pass. I get free travel and I can go to Asda. Oh. And I do that on a Wednesday. Okay. Usually. Get it all done. Get it all done for the week. What? Mm. And then I get to the bus back. I got northern there. <laughs> I got to the bus back. <laughs> So, obviously, you've got some northern, <laughs> northern blood in you. So, yeah. I mean, on a Tuesday, do you find that, you know, you're starting to run out of key things? Um, or do you have to eat leftovers? How do you feel about that? Well, sometimes I have to use toilet paper a second time. Oh. I keep it in a bin next to the to the toilet. Yeah, I heard a lot and of people... My, my toilet isn't actually indoors either. No. It's a hole in the ground outside back of my witch's hut. Right, Because that's where hut. I live. Of course. That's where I get the bus from. That was going to be my next <laughs> Just question. Just down the road in the, in the enchanted forest. Right. Luckily, it's got a bus stop. Mm-hmm. And it's only three stops to Asda. Good. Well, that's fantastic. I'm glad you're so mobile for your, <laughs> for your old age. 
do you uh, you're still are able to to, to 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 just you know do you, you do a lot of exercise do you do you have any other hobbies do you meet any other local witches or you know you're part of a coven maybe or do i you am know? part of a coven mm-hmm. it's true there's three of us in it uh they used to be 13 but they all were killed oh. by witch hunters oh yeah so there's only three of us left there's, uh, there's Margaret. Somehow the, the witch hunters managed to hunt us down and they killed all my friends. Oh. And all that's left now is Margaret, who lives at 17 Witches Hut, Barnsbury, Wiltshire. Right? Have you got a post- It's the one postcode? with the red door. Okay, right, cool. Right? Yep. And also there's, um, there's Mavis. Okay. All of our names, witches, begins with M. <laughs> That's how it works. What was your name again? Because an M is a witch W upside down <laughs> and back to front. <laughs> what... And then there's Mavis. Right. She lives at 237 uh, Marlborough Square. Right. Margaret, uh, whichever Kent. county, count, Ken, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I know it Ken. well. Uh, CN47 to be or not to be. Okay. <laughs> how do you... And somehow the witch hunters have hunted down all my friends. I have no idea them. how they've done that. I don't know how they found us. No. I don't know how. <laughs> I, I just got a text message. Apparently, Mav- Mavis is dead now. Oh, goodness. There's only two of us left. Oh, it's very sad. Me and when me you... of Margaret, that's the name. Yeah. yeah. Going back a long way. Just me and Margaret left now. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me how you met. Ah, I'm crying. Oh. Ah. It's very similar to the laughter. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It can be very confusing and very awkward in funereal situations. So do you have any other sort of friends that you, you hang out with? No. Any other sort oh. of um, oh, I do have, spooky spirits? I do or? have my cat. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's called uh, Mr. Mr. Blackie. Oh, good. Because he's a black cat. Of course he is, yeah. Um, he's a lovely boy. He's a lovely boy. Sometimes he goes out hunting and he brings me back a pheasant or two. Ooh. Or maybe a, a rabbit. Oh, goodness. He's a very good lad. He does look after me and then I can make a nice stew. So how do the local sort of a, a community Hang uh, on, view I just, you? I just need to have a drink. Okay. I got a magic portion. <laughs> <laughs> you brewed it up. Yeah, I brewed it up special. Oh, it does, my voice does go a bit doing the laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got any other questions? Yeah, so what kind of uh, cologne or or perfume do you wear? Uh, Usually I go out smelling a cat piss. Right. Do you you have... Because of Mr Blackie. Do you, what's the most sort of... It's not racist, he's black. That's why I call him that. I got it, it's cool. You don't need to worry about that. Uh, what kind I of... I used to date a black man, so I'm not racist. Okay, well, that's good to know. What was what was he like? Oh, he was a beautiful oh, man. Goodness me. Oh, he had a big, strong arm. Did he? Just, just the one? Yeah, just one. Okay. He lost the other one in a war. Oh, no. Yeah. Have you... It's um... quite sad, really. <laughs> Uh, I've enjoyed this immensely. Maybe uh, we will see you again, but thank you for taking the time to to be on this podcast. All right. 
I must be going. I, I must be flying off. Yep. Uh, on my on my bus. Have a safe <laughs> trip. It's, it's due in three minutes. I better get a fucking move on, isn't it? All right. <laughs> You're bye, Lewis. Bye, <laughs> Margaret. Martha. Martha. She's gone. Oh. Oh, she gone? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I must have just missed her. Oh. Oh, no. I really wanted to miss. I I didn't really want to miss. I really wanted to meet that lovely Miss Witch lady. She was a a joy. I did just see her. She was a ray of sunshine, honestly. She just whizzed past me in the corridor. She was in a hurry for some reason. I, I was slightly worried she'd try and get me to say Bloody Mary. Over and over again, but she okay. she didn't, fortunately. Because you mustn't do that. You can't say Bloody Mary. You can't say uh, Beetlejuice. You can't say Candyman. No. Oh, my goodness. There's a whole bunch of things you can't say. You can't say Voldemort. Um, you can't say... No, but you, you, you can't say that just once, though, can you? Oh. Because it's bad. <laughs> so you've already blown it. <laughs> He's coming for you now. So... You are a massive horror film fan. Okay? Yes, this is true. And death, and you, you've got... I've I, watched a lot of horror movies, and a lot of them are just utter crap. That's right. But a lot of the crap ones I do enjoy. And here's the thing. You've put together a list of the best and worst horror films you could possibly think of, right? Yes. And I have to try and guess which one you like and which one you hate. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, it's a bit tricky because I had to sort of try and pick bad movies that I didn't really actually like, okay. even though they were, they were bad. Right. Because horror is this, it's an odd sort of genre in which really bad movies are really funny and entertaining and just weird. Right. So I had to try and pick ones that are just, just awful. So you had, to, you had to pick deliberately bad movies that were actually bad. Yes. And not f- some of the deliberately bad movies that are hilarious. That's... Yes. Okay. That's spot on. That's very well explained. Well, yes. I've probably not seen or even heard of these, so this might go yeah. weirdly, but we'll see. Right. Well, I mean, all you've got to do is you've just got to pick the one that's good. I've got 50 50 like. chance. I've got to pick the yeah. one you like. Okay. Um, also, I'm not going to say the names of them until the end either. Oh, right. Okay. Just in case you. I've heard of them. Yeah. And you're like, well, that sounds bad. That sounds like shit. And that actually sounds amazing. Okay. So if I was to say, you know, uh, Booby Gills in Outer Space 4, Attack of the Demon Flanges. Okay. You might just automatically think that sounds like the best movie ever made. <laughs> okay, I would. So I've got to be careful. How are we going to do this? Round one, we've got movie A and movie B. Okay. okay? Yeah, and people can play along at home. So movie A is about Satan. Okay. Now, Satan is not... Uh, a man in a suit with horns. He's not a big, red, scary monster. He's a, 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 a sort of jelly, <laughs> a green sort of jelly in a tube in, like, a church. Okay. Basement. Right. And so it's a film in it where Satan is a jelly in yeah. a tube. So that's that's movie A. That's movie A. Um, movie B is... Um, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that is blown by mind straight away. Okay. But... So movie, movie B okay. is it's set during the Second World War. Right. And Russian soldiers go into Germany and they discover lots of dead Nazis and dead nuns and then they find a special kind of zombie 
that is part zombie, part robot. Oh, my God. Um, and it's like a found footage movie, and they have to try and... Because they're filming it as like a reconnaissance mission. Okay, right. So we've got Satan, who is actually a tube of green slime. That's right. In Bubbling church. like green slime in a church basement. In a church basement. So is it like in a, in like a crypt in there? Like Yeah, yeah, it's like a crypt. Has it got like an altar and stuff around it or anything? There is kind of one. It's it's like it's like he sort of kept prisoner in that. Right. But it's been leaking a bit lately. What do you mean? The the tube has been leaking. Well, it's been bubbling over. Yeah. So what they've done is they've got like loads of scientists from a local night school to come over with computers right to sort of find out what it is okay holy shit but as they do this loads of homeless people appear and surround the church mm-hmm. including alice cooper who kills someone with a bicycle alice cooper is in the film yeah and he kills someone with a bicycle holy crap and the other film and the other film that's film a the, the Russians, film, film B. Have, the Russians have sent a team. The Russians have sent a reconnaissance team. team. Are they actually Russians? They are Russians. Right? Is it all in Russian? Uh, no, they're they're speaking English with a Russian accent, which is convenient. Right. Yeah. Um, actually, not a lot of them have Russian accents. Okay. Uh, there's one guy, and he's a real, real asshole. Okay. And a woman, they find a woman still alive, and he immediately attempts to rape her. Oh, my goodness. So he's the baddie, but he's supposed to be, like, one of the good guys against the Nazi zombie robots. Good God. Which are known as Zombots. Okay. Nazi Zombots. So, I mean, they've blended... uh, As if it weren't bad enough being zombies. They were also Mm. Nazis, and they are also Mm. robots. Good God. Uh, well, I think the second film sounds like absolute shit. So I'm going to assume that you love. Wait, wait, wait. The I, first haven't, film. I haven't finished. Oh, God, is there more? Be, right. I know which one I want to decide. Okay. I want to watch that slime film right now. So the, okay. the ending. Oh, yeah. The ending of film A is. Spoilers, just in case anyone yeah. wants to watch Satan turns out to be a green slime. I'm, I'm going to try and. The movie. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, okay. Uh, so. <laughs> Basically, everyone was having a, a dream. The whole thing isn't a dream, but they were all having the same dream. Right. And in the dream, it said, this is not a dream, but they thought it was a dream. And it was trying to tell people that oh, the end of the world was coming and someone goes through a mirror. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And film B ends. It turns out that the Nazi zombots... Mm-hmm. were made by none other than Victor Frankenstein. Good grief. I thought you were going to say Alice Cooper. No. God, can you imagine if he, he was in both of those movies? No. I could see him making zombie Nazi zombots. Yeah. Uh, I'm still... Oh, well, I'm, I've Have slightly... You, oh. I've slightly wavered, actually, here towards the end because of that whole dream. I didn't understand that thing, but when you say dream, I don't, you know, like... It's like it's like time travel, you know. I am kind it's of too try- much I'm, trouble. I'm explaining these movies in a way that does make them seem kind of absurd. I'm gonna and it go make sense. with my the opposite of my gut feeling because I think you may be tricking okay. me. And I think that the one with the Nazi zombots might be the one you actually liked. So you think I like movie B? That's right. And that movie A sucks. Is is suckage? Yeah. Is the suck? What do you? What's the answer? The answer is. 
Movie A, I can reveal, is Prince of Darkness oh. by John Carpenter. What? And it's a movie that I love uh. and I've seen loads of times. <laughs> right? Okay. Movie B is Frankenstein's Army. Okay. Which is directed by some guy no one ever's heard of. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's awful. It's absolutely awful. Oh, my God. I haven't seen... Prince of Darkness. So there you go. That was good. Holy shit. Well, I, I, I was I was tricked at the end by your, your, uh, your revealing the, the confusing end. But Plot twist. Oh, boy. Frankenstein made the army. That's literally the twist that was the plot in the twist. movie called Frankenstein's Army. Oh. The twist is that Frankenstein made the army. Oh, my God. Well, listen. It's not really much of a twist, is it? Because that... it's the fucking name of the <laughs> film. Was amazing well i'm glad we did this game show it's working nice so what we'll do is i've got some true true inverted commas i think they're true according true. to tom clark these are true story horror oh, stories God. right right i'm not sure that snopes.com would allow them but maybe 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 they would at least tom, tom i said to tom are these real would snopes.com say okay and he said sure so these are true stories right i'm going to tell you the true story you can tell me what you think okay so these are all real There's, this isn't a quiz no it's not going to turn out that one of them was fake no they were all actually just true. True. Okay. Right. True stories. Right. H. H. Holmes, right? Spelled like the Sherlock guy. Originally credited as America's first serial killer. His body count is thought to be somewhere between 27, which is the number he confessed to, and 200 victims. 200 people. So how is this possible? Well, apparently he built a hotel in a bustling part of Chicago in the 1890s and designed it to be a perfect killing floor for his sick desires. Later, dubbed the Murder Castle, it was designed to be a maze of windowless rooms, making it virtually impossible for those Holmes chose to trap. No one aside from Holmes knew the full layout of the place as he repeatedly hired and fired new builders to construct the killing castle in portions. Some of the weirder attributes of this hotel were doors only able to be opened from the outside, doorways that opened onto brick walls, a safe big enough to fit a person inside to suffocate them, and a chute that allowed him to dump bodies from upper floors straight to the basement where two massive furnaces and large supplies of flesh-stripping acid were stored. Okay? It's a true story. We're going with this being a true story. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds legit, and Tom did say it was true. So... The first thing that strikes set to me is that taking on different builders to construct it in portions. Yeah. But maybe he had to keep getting new builders in because he killed the old set, you know? I can picture like a bowl, uh, a builder even. I can picture a builder and he's like, so it says here on the blueprints this is a murder room. Is that right? And then H.H. H. Holmes just kills him. <laughs> just bangs him on the <laughs> yeah. back of the head. And yeah. then he scribbles out murder room and then he puts billiards room. That's right. So the next builder... So I can see you on the blueprints. This is a billiards room. That's right, yeah. Nothing suspicious. And next door, you've got a thing called the spike trap. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Bonk. And next door, you've got a thing called the soft cushion room. That's right, the soft cushion room. Yeah, yeah. I'll get to work. All right, thank you. (laughs) I mean, you couldn't get away with it these days because... um, TripAdvisor. Yeah, TripAdvisor. You go, oh, this, this sounds a nice place. Uh, the murder castle. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lovely. It's only got one star. On one Trippin star. Fire, Let's, Let's just... look at the reviews. <laughs> oh, I got horribly murdered here. <laughs> Would not recommend. Oh. Also, the breakfast was cold. <laughs> oh, shit. Room service was very slow. <laughs> 
The, there was no mattress protector on the bed. Oh, oh I found a pube on the oh, sofa. Oh, no! This is kind of... It's more like a sci-fi movie. Okay. Movie A. Um, it's, it's, it's got Patrick Stewart in it. Uh-huh. So, you know, there's that. Uh, I mean, if you if you just have a think right now of what Patrick Stewart has been in. Okay, I'm right? thinking I'm thinking Star Trek. I'm thinking uh-huh. X-Men. Uh-huh. I'm thinking Shakespeare. Uh-huh. You well, know, it's none of that. <laughs> it's very high high brow stuff. No. This is good this, stuff. This is like a a, a sort of 80s horror movie. I'm immediately um, thinking though that this is going to be good because Patrick Stewart everything he's in, he's a good he's a mm, good lad. Mm. He puts a lot of what he's a good lad. Okay, yeah. so it's basically um, about a, a space shuttle bumps into a massive, massive spaceship. Oh God! Okay, that is has been hidden, sort of, in the the tail of Halley's comet. Right. So Halley's comet's coming by, and they discover on a mission to investigate the comet and take samples that there's actually a massive spaceship hidden there, and they go in there, and it's full of these weird, sort of crystallized spidery sort of creature things. Okay. But they find three naked humans. Right. And so what they do is they... What do you mean? In like suspended animation yeah, or something? Yeah, like, they're like in these sort of like glass containers okay. almost. Cool. So they um, they end up taking them on board the um, the space shuttle. Right. So that's how that's, that starts. Okay, so that's... So, so that's, that's A. Right, that's right? A. And it's a horror film. And it's a horror film, right? So, yeah. so do they end up like popping out? Well, bad things happen. They're bad, obviously. They? Okay, it doesn't. They they aren't you know taught you know how to make you know an energy system that doesn't provide any pollution. Right, they're not they're alien. Not given, there's no cure for cancer. Right, given, I see. You know, it's all horrible. I mean, my inclination is that either they're zombies and it's some sort of outbreak, and you know mm. they fight them off because they don't want them to get back to to, to the well, earth, right, and spread the disease. Well, they're, they're, it's actually the uh, space energy vampires, right? Uh, sorry, space energy yeah. vampires. That's what it turns out. Because Halley's comet has been going around the Earth for quite a long time. You know, I would say probably billions of years, if not millions of years. Uh, <laughs> and so, therefore, like my inclination is that stories around comets and stuff tend to have people that came from Earth before, right? Like a big, there was like a big alien civilization on Earth before. Right. And then they, they they went up to the comet and then when it came back round again, you, know, you see it. So I tend to get the impression, but that, but this comet's come just from outer space, has it? And there's vampires out there, naked energy, sucky vampires. What, and they suck out like the energy out of the ship's engine and stuff? Well, they're, they're like shape-shifting vampires. Right. And what happens is that the the vampires on board the spaceship like almost they kill almost everyone apart from one guy. They drain them of their um, energy, and they end up these weird sort of like dried up husks okay. of people. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's like just a rusk. Yeah, I can't. I want to move on to movie. Okay, B. let's move on to movie B. Okay, movie B. Sorry, I got carried away. Uh, this is another sort of uh, found footagey kind of movie. Okay. Now, but this one is, it's like a reality TV show. Okay. So picture like Big Brother, but all they have to do is, it's more like sort of most haunted mixed with Big Brother. They have to spend a night in an abandoned prison and whoever actually stays there wins $20,000, which isn't very much, is okay. it? Okay, no, it's not very much. 
Um, but it's only just one night. Uh, in an abandoned prison. In an abandoned prison. It's fine. So they... Get your sleeping bag out. So they go there. They end up um, sort of locked up inside. They're, they're sort of all handcuffed together as well, these, right. these people. And um, there's a TV monitor. Right. And it's a bit like... Now it's a bit like Saw. <laughs> Um, and the TV monitor comes on, but instead of it being like a jigsaw fella, a puppet thing, yeah. it's an evil clown. Okay. An evil clown says, be careful, because a big naked man is going to come and kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's movie B. Goodness me. Um, well, I mean, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to... I don't. I don't want to know anymore. I think I'm. I'm in a good place for this. I think that it's got to be. It's got to be movie B, right? Because the it, it's too easy. Like the Patrick Stewart one, he is great, but I reckon that great. in this one, he's not great. And I reckon that you liked movie B more. Okay, I'm going with that. Because so you say movie B, yeah, because it sounds just like a kind of gory slasher with the with, clown with and the naked comedy. guy. Yeah. In a prison. I'd love it. It sounds great. I want to watch that. Okay. Okay. I can reveal... The answer. Movie A is a film called Life Force. Right. Which is a sci-fi horror. Okay. And it's directed by Toby Hooper, who okay. directed um, Poltergeist, for example. Oh, and, which is a good film. And he did a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's probably most famous Oh, very, very famous. Holy shit. Um... And I can reveal that it is movie A that I've Shit. liked the most. <laughs> I actually like. And movie B is a film called The Task, and oh. it is a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Oh. Um, well, yeah. okay. It's a bad one. I... They're, like, chased by this naked warden of the prison. Right. Uh, the whole thing is set up so it's, like... It's like they're going to be chased around by the clown, you think? Right. Um, but no, they're just chased by just some guy. Um, and there's lots of ridiculous things that they're asked to do. So they're asked to sort of be, you know, locked in tiny, like, sort of coffins, or you have to sit in the electric chair, oh. or you have to go into this sort of gas chamber. And it's like... Well, that's ridiculous. And guess what happens? They die. Oh, my God. They do these really horrible... Oh. It's like, oh, you have to hold this gun up to your head and you have to not pull the trigger, but just sort of wait. <laughs> and then someone comes along and they just pull the trigger. It's like that kind of thing. They're put in these ridiculously dangerous situations and they end up dead. Surprise. Well, Fucking shock horror. That sounds shit. Okay. It's bad. It's so, got no redeeming features. Here's the next story. It's called Doggy Suicides at oh God. Overtoon Bridge. Shall I try and do this in a Scottish accent? Um, the Overtour Bridge in Dumbarton, Scotland... Have you ever met a Scottish ...has person? been described <laughs> as picturesque, overlooking a rolling valley, which would be... A rolling us. valley! <laughs> but oh, hey, I'm a Scottish man, is it? It's, it's a place that carries a dark <laughs> legacy of doggy suicide. Over the past 50 years, 50 dogs have leapt, seemingly without warning, over the edge of the bridge... Many falling oh 50 feet to their deaths. Why? Most of these suicidal leaps have happened from the same section of the bridge on the right-hand side between the two final parapets. Even stranger, all of the dogs who have died this way have been long-nosed breeds like Labradors, Collies and Retrievers. 
Some say the bridge is haunted and insist it's this creepy catalyst that also spurred a local man to hurl his infant son, whom he believed to be the Antichrist, off of it in 1994. What? Real story. After all... Is this real? Overtune is Celtic for the thin place, an area where this world and the next are said to be close. So, so hang on, so why are the dogs just jumping off? Uh, so over the past 50 years, 50 dogs have leapt, seeming without warning, over the bridge's edge, many falling 50 feet to death. So 50 years, 50 dogs, 50 feet. That's wow. a bit weird, right, straight away. They might be rounding it up. It might not actually be 50 feet, it might be 52 and a half. Okay. And, you know, it might not have been 52 dogs. It might have been 49 dogs and a fox that looked a bit like a dog. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, and a hamster. And, at, I mean, just just think about this, right? Okay. If 50... Okay. Why wouldn't they have Let's put up a fence? Let's just imagine... Wait, wait, wait. Let's just imagine you are a dog owner and your dog needs to go to the toilet and you need a bit of exercise, so you decide to take your dog for a walk. So... You've got three options. You can go to the dog park. Yeah. You can go to the pond, or you can go over the haunted bridge where dogs kill themselves. So which of those three are you going to take little... What's your dog called? Uh, uh, Scrappers. Scrappers. <laughs> Scrappers. What kind of... What breed of dog is, is he? He is a Welsh terrier. Little Welsh. A little Welshy. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's the thing. It's a little Welshy. He's a little Welshy. Uh, so where are you going to take him for a walk? He, he loves the dog park. He well, loves I'm making take friends. Him... And he loves looking at the ducks in the pool, in the pond. And well, you I mean, like feeding them. He does love those. But today, he's just leading me on his own. Where's he going? He's going up the road. He's going up the road. But that's where the bridge is. Oh, it doesn't matter. That's where the haunted bridge is, no, where dogs just... kill themselves. It's just a small little bridge over. It's picturesque. It's got a lovely view. He's on a lead, isn't he? Yeah, he's on a lead. He is on a lead. He's on a lead. OK. Of course he is. It's not one of those extending leads, No, is it? it's just a normal okay. lead. Oh, normal he's kidding him. He's loving it. He's peeing on the little lamppost. He's taking a little shit. I'm having to pick it out with a plastic yeah. set as the bag. You've got to do that. There is, there is a bin, but it's on the other side of the bridge. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, don't worry. I won't have to hold on to this for very long. <laughs> Careful. Don't go into the traffic. Oh, come on. There's, come on, scrappers. Come on. There's oh. only... It, I mean, it's not It's not a busy bridge. It's like... Oh, yeah, there of... is. There's another guy over there with a dog. Hello. Well. Look, hello. Hello. Oh, God, what's happening to his dog? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like expanding into like, oh, oh like the God. devil, the devil incarnate, the devil dog. Oh no, it's spooked! It's spooked, Scrappers! Oh, he's running! He's running for the edge! No, Scrappers! scrappers no! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this is true. I've just looked it up on Wikipedia. It, it is a true thing. Uh, possibly in response... Is it bollocks? A sign has been erected on the bridge which says, Dangerous bridge, keep your dog on a lead. It's true. How can true this fact. be true? It's true. It's just... It's a thing. Apparently, it's apparently something to do with, like... Oh, hey, do you want me to read this? As the unexplained... This is Wikipedia. As the unexplained okay. phenomenon received international media attention, the RSPB sent an animal expert, David Sexton, to investigate the causes to why dogs kill themselves. The RSPB... Yeah, the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds. Birds? That's right. There's dogs! There's 
ducks we're worried about, not birds. Well, he eventually focused on sex. Birds fucking throw themselves off a bridge. They'll fly off. Apparently, there are mice birds. and mink in undergrowth on the side of the bridge oh. where dogs were leaping at them into, oh, into the bushes. Oh, okay. That makes sense now. Um, yeah, so it's possible that the potent odour from male mink urine was luring keen-nosed dogs to their deaths. Oh, man. But local hunter John Joyce, 50, says, There is no mink around here, let me tell you. I can tell you that with absolute certainty. But I tell you what, there's a fucking demon underneath that bridge. (laughs) (laughs) It's the ghost of that child who Kevin Moy threw his boy off there. Oh, no. Believing he was the incarnation of devil. Oh, I believe so as well. Jeez, well, there you go. That's actually what he said. Thank you. No, he didn't oh, say that. God. I did that. Next one on your quiz list. Ah, yes. Got another two movies. There's another found footage movie. Okay. Okay. So movie A. I'm at 0% win rate so far. Well, you know, I like, I like watching found footage movies, and I've watched loads of them. But there's bound to be a few of them that aren't as good as other ones. Mm-hmm. But this one... It follows five friends as they go off into the countryside, which is a typical kind of start starter for like a movie since, you know, like Blair Witch. Uh, even like Evil Dead is a similar kind of setup. Yeah. So, so they're on their way to like a sort of a cabin uh, in the woods, you might say. Okay. Um, and on the way, uh, they actually, they're filming it because it's the guy's birthday and the birthday present is the camera. Okay. So you see, that's why they're filming it. It makes sense now. It, yeah, it's nice when they put those things in. So this guy's filming everything and he's um, he zooms in on stuff. It's like having a pair of binoculars and he's a little bit of a voyeur. And it's a bit odd that they would encourage this sort of, you know, this unseemly habit by buying him a video camera. Mm. Isn't he just going to spy on girls and stuff with it? Um, well, I mean, that's every teenage boy's dream, I guess. How old is he? Like eighteen? Is he like a senior in college? Has he got like a? Is um, uh, he got like a, a one of those fraternity like jackets on, or like a football jacket? I think they're a little bit older than that. I think that you know they're it's like they've they've finished you know uni, and, okay. You know they're college. sort of young twenties maybe. Right. Um, so they they don't have jobs or anything, or maybe they. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. They're on doesn't holiday. Matter. They're on holiday. It's not okay. like you know. There's a so guy. There's five friends on holiday, but this is the plot I've heard like a, a thousand times. There's not a guy who's brought like all of his paperwork with him, and he's doing some in this fucking the back of this RV. Well, I was going to say, you know, who knows? Anyway, so they've got like this this big sort of like camper van thing. Right, it's like it's cabin in the badass. woods. Right, um, so far, I'm just thinking cabin in the woods so far. Mm. Right, and and guess what happens to them? Right. Well, they, do they do they do they set up in the cabin and they move in and they put all their stuff down and they, then spoopy they, stuff. They don't even happening. fucking make it. They don't even get to the cabin. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, Is it a gas station? A creepy gas station? I don't want to. I don't want to go right to the end. But okay. as things as things progress, fucking hell. they see like creepy little clues, like they've sort of been left for them. So there's like a skinned animal on the side of the road. Okay. Which is really creepy because it's like, why would you skin an animal and then just leave it there? And then they see like a little girl, and she's got uh, she's holding a dolly, and it's like, is she like a, a sort of a ghost or something? Right. Um, and then they end up being chased by a sort of like an evil RV that's chasing them. So there's an, a sort of uh, a ghost a, RV, an evil van, okay, recreational vehicle. That's what RV stands for. Got it. Did you know that? Yeah. So there's like a, a a bad one is coming, and it's like chasing them down. 
That's pretty spooky. So this is movie A. Right. So it's quite a sort of realistic movie. It's got its feet on the ground. It's, you know, you could believe as though it almost happened. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm excited. Sounds good. Okay. Next one. The other movie, um, it's set on Mars. <laughs> okay, And good. Jason Statham's in it. Jason Statham's in it. I love Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Okay. Yeah. So this... Shut up, you fucking muppet. Oh, my God. Yeah. What are you saying? You fucking mug. Jason Statham. So, okay. Think uh, Mad Max, but right. the people are actually kind of like sort of zombies because they're like possessed by the goats, ghosts of an ancient civilization. <laughs> the they're possessed by goats. <laughs> so, okay. So we've terraformed Mars. Okay, they can breathe the air. They're not wearing like bob- bubble breathe. heads or anything. You can breathe no. on Mars, right. but it is still all like pretty much it's kind desert, of desert. Right? Did they like film it in like a red area of Earth, like uh, Tunisia was, or something? It was filmed in Dorset. Right, okay. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, um, so this movie... Um, because obviously the problem with sci-fi is that it requires this high budget straight away, or at least mm, sets mm, that are quite mm. elaborate, and that's hard. You know, it's easy when you're in a fucking forest because yeah. there's forests everywhere, but setting something on Mars instantly is a problem. Yeah, I mean, space isn't so bad because you just build an indoor set like the Cube. You know, that was just well, no, I mean, so what... you know, for Cube, did you watch that horror film Cube? It's just one set, it's just one cube yeah. they built, and... and then they changed the lighting. They, it's yeah. slightly different. Yeah. So it looks slightly redder or it looks slightly greener or right. bluer. And every time they crawl through into another cube, they're just crawling back into the same mm. same set. I like that. But anyway, sorry, go on. Okay, so basically um, the spirits of an ancient Martian civilization are possessing people, which makes oh, them geez. into these weird sort of Mad Max-type characters okay. wearing, like, leather bondage gear, brandishing big spiky things. Oh, Jesus. And they chase after people and, like, murder them and rip them apart. Okay. Um, it's like the Wild West. With Jason uh, it's like, it's like, oh, God, okay. Jason Statham's in it, and he's not taking any shit. I'm not taking any shit. I've got to transport my prisoner, who is the rapper Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Well, I fucking want to see this movie again. I think I may have heard of it, but I can't remember okay. it. That's good. If it's you, good that, if you, you want to watch it, yeah, you know, I'm selling it I think to if you, you told me the title, I'd be like, oh, does yeah, I think sound, I've heard of that. It's... Does it sound better than the uh, movie A? It does. Oh, no, shit, what was movie A? Oh, yeah, movie A was the one with the cabin, right? And the, it's like, the, but know, they didn't get to the cabin. They they never, you know, they don't right. make it there. It's kind of like the journey to the cabin. Should I guess at, like... I, I, I'm going to guess at the names of these films. I think film A is called... Uh, You're never going to guess what it's called. The... <laughs> no The RV... Way. Death, death RV, of our recreational death. I'm gonna call it that. Death on the road. <laughs> death on the road. Death road. Uh, but but two is B. You mean B, B. is mm, mm, the, the uh, Mars monsters, Mar, monst, monstrous planet, dark planet. I'm gonna call it that. The dark planet. Right, so I mean, you're not a million I'm miles going off, with really. The one you liked being, well, listen, I think the one you liked is probably the one with Jason Statham and Ice Cube. So I'm gonna you know go. How much of a big fan I am of the Statham? I'm gonna go with with the other one. 
to to because I. So you're saying that a, I think you a liked a. It's the one I liked. Yeah. And you hated the, the one with Ice sort of Cube realistic one. and Jason Statham. And B, on. the one with actual famous people in. With, yeah, you with, hated it. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that I hate. Yes. Okay. You liked the one in the van. Okay, I can reveal. Movie A is a film called Crow's Nest. Right. And it's one of the worst films oh, I've seen. Shit. Full stop. <laughs> let alone horror movies. Oh. Um... Film B is by John Carpenter again. Oh, my God. And it's called Ghosts of Mars. Ghosts of Mars. Oh, fucking hell, dude. I am, I, I've never even heard... Well. It stars Natasha Henstridge, who hasn't been in that many movies, and I was a little bit worried that I would say, you know, it was her, and you'd go, oh, my God. I know that you like her. She so was in uh, Species. That would have given it away. Oh, boy. Well, I've got another story for you, if you're ready for it. Oh, I'd love to hear your story. June and Jennifer Gibbons. <laughs> June and Jennifer Gibbons. Gibbons. Don't okay. laugh. This is a serious no, horror story. No, This it's... is true as well. Were British twin girls, right, whose bond became something ostracising and dangerous. Did they suffer from phalaeage? Uh, I don't... Hang on, I haven't got to that bit yet. Okay. Maybe that's... No, actually, it doesn't look like the scene there. What, what is that? Um, it's, it's... It's literally like the sort of... Well, the word folly comes from folly, and it's like sort of a madness... Okay. ...that's shared between two people. Oh. Because normally to... If you're going to do something and you're looking for sort of approval from people, your peers... Right. You have a whole selection of people to decide whether it's funny to do something or whether it's just weird and creepy, you know, that kind of behaviour. Right. So your behaviour is sort of kept in check. But when you're so close to just one other person that you shut everything out of the world, your only feedback is from that one person. Mm. So you do things that are a little bit weirder. I think, Because yeah. they give you the feedback that says it's OK. And then it becomes like a sort of feedback loop. And you both end up doing really weird fucking things. Is it like when you have some of these couples who talk like gibberish to each other and they're like... Yeah, I mean... That's, boopy, that's... boopy, 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 and they talk shit to each other and they just go around in this feedback loop of insanity. I mean, it's more... It's common, certainly, in twins that, you know... Right. They would have sort of a shared language. Yeah, but yeah, so that's what it says. It says here, age, as certainly. children, they spoke their own language mm. and rarely spoke to anyone else. But their love for each other sometimes curdled, resulting in one Ooh. big well, resulting in big arguments, and one trying to murder the oh other. Oh my god! As they got older, they went on a crime spree of theft and arson that got them branded as psychopaths. Okay, it says here. Mm. So obviously they didn't murder anyone or themselves, I guess. It says here though, they were committed to Broadmoor Hospital for the criminally insane when they were 14 years old. Okay, so I guess wow. their criminal wow, spree of theft and arson. They were Jeez. doing that when they were just, like, teenagers. So maybe they were just mucking around, you know? And then it says... Well, if it's mucking around, it's not really described as a spree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, you know, no. lots, of, lots of kids get into theft and arson, and it's not like... they Getting uh, branded as a psychopath. Did you, were you, did you embark on a crime spree when you really were, like, 12? I spree. Or 13? But I was going around doing naughty stuff like any of your kids were. Yeah. Sometimes I'd steal a penny sweet from the news agent. Oh, my God. I got caught stealing penny sweets from the news agent. That's another story. Oh, my God. They, oh, I want to hear this one. It was one of those things, right, where I just 
took like so basically they had a hang like, on did it happen more than 10 years ago yeah yeah, they, yeah. they can't get statute you of limitations has expired on me stealing penny sweets <laughs> basically I, I, that's I, how it works. I always used to fill up this bag of sweets uh, and then just say to them oh, i've got like 20 p's worth right yeah and they would never normally count you actually had 25 p's worth <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my so once god I went in you there, rebel i only had 20p Okay. Oh, fuck. But I'd filled up this bag, so it had like 80 P's worth in there. And I thought, oh, Lewis, this is going to be great. What? Lewis. What? They know. They knew. They knew that you had that many, but yeah. you were a regular customer. They knew they I was ripping you. them off. Yeah. And they just. Well, they weren't ripping you off because they got those sweets really, really cheap. <laughs> so they weren't really losing a lot of money, just a tiny bit. I suppose, yeah, it was only like 80 And they, they loved you. They no, loved they didn't. you. They were miserable. Bastards. Yeah, they may have come across like that, but they, they let you lo- have loads me. of extra sweets See, you're because right. they loved you. And you're they probably loved right. I'm sorry, um, whoever you were, the news agent, if you're still going, you're probably not. I'm certainly not sending penny They're sweets. They're dead now. They're dead. And you've been speaking ill of them. Oh. Which is wrong. Oh, candy man. Uh, later, they did You're the finally... candy man stealing all those fucking sweets. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did finally begin to reach out to someone journalist Marjorie Wallace. To her, they showed remarkable self-awareness, admitting they could never be individuals as long as the other lived. Jennifer told Wallace, Shit. I'm going to die. We've decided. As they were being transferred to a lower security facility that would give them more freedom, Jennifer died. <gasps> Though she is said to have died of a heart attack, it's a bizarre coincidence, to say the least. So there isn't any other information about this. June and Jennifer Gibbons, what happened to them afterwards? I will search Wikipedia. I, I think Tom's research on this has been pretty lax. <laughs> they were identical twins who grew up in Wales. Oh. They began writing works of fiction but turned to crime in a bid for recognition. Ugh. Okay. They were daughters of the Carib- Carib- Caribbean immigrants. All right. As, as the only black children in their community, they were ostracised at school, which proved traumatic. Oh, okay, so that's why they got more idiosyncratic and and just were only friends with each other. So I guess there was a bit of racism happening back yeah. in the sixties. Um, but yeah, I think they were they were sent to separate boarding schools in an attempt to break their isolation. But they became withdrawn when parted, and when only when together they were okay. Well, there you go. But so that they, I guess their 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 crime spree lasted fourteen. Oh no, not fourteen years. They were in prison for fourteen years. They weren't oh. actually in prison at fourteen. They they were treated at fourteen. They got they got out. Had a lot of trouble, I guess. Um, God, that's really sad. June wrote like soap operas. One called a Pepsi Cola Addict, where a high school hero was seduced by a teacher <laughs> then sent away to a reformatory school where a homosexual guard makes a play for him. None of these things got made, did they? I th- don't think so. No. Jennifer wrote a thing called Discomania, the story of a young woman who discovers that the atmosphere of a local disco incites patrons to insane violence. She also wrote a book called The Taxi Driver's Son and a play called Postman and Postwoman. There you go. Weird. Oh, God. So that is... Spoopy. Um, so, yeah, Jennifer spo- spoopily died. And June is living quietly and independently near West Wales. Oh. And seeks to put the past behind her. Oh. Well, that story ended in a less spoopy way, which is okay. nice. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. It, you know, as long as there's a vaguely happy ending. Yeah. You know. Oh, goodness me. Oh. Okay. Let's have your last mm. challenge. 
My last... I've got to get one of these, for God's sakes. You've, yeah, we've had three rounds so far, and you've got all three of them wrong. I'm sorry. Um, okay, so this this is a little bit complicated, but I want you to sort of try and stay with me here. Right. Okay. So, again, this is sort of a, a, a horror sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And, again, it's it's about zombies, pretty much. Yeah. So there's a woman, and she wakes up, and she's wearing an amazing dress. Um, okay. And she has um, almost said insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> she wakes up, and she realizes she has insomnia. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, God. She, um, ha- uh, the irony is that I can't remember what it's called. What, what do you mean? She's sleepwalking. Oh she, or she, what do you mean? This is fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. This is the first sign of dementia for <laughs> me. Uh, amnesia. Oh. Do you see the irony in it now? I get it. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember... You couldn't remember the word amnesia. This would have been an amazing bit. If I'd done this on purpose, oh, this would have been hilarious. It's very clever. Me not remembering but the word amnesia. instead it was just slightly worrying. Instead it was worrying. People were like, Simon, are you okay? <laughs> what year it's, is it? It's actually quite sad. Who's the president? I don't know. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> what? <laughs> Colonel Sanders. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that would okay. be great. Movie A. I'd vote for him. Movie A. A woman wakes up. She's wearing an amazing dress. She's got really nice boots on as well. But she's got amnesia. She doesn't know where she is or what's going on. Okay, classic start of a film. She she opens up some drawers and there's like some guns. She doesn't even know where she shit. is. She's in like a big sort of mansion and then loads of loads of people appear and they're smashing through the windows and they've all got guns. Oh, shit. Okay. And it's revealed that actually there's like a, a lab and they've got to go to the lab because there's an emergency. And for some reason that I don't really quite understand, they take the woman with them. Right. Okay. So that's movie A. Right. Movie B. I'm, I'm, I'm doubting that this one is the good one, but sure, let's go. Movie B. Right. Okay, yeah. Okay. So the, this is the very start of the film. There's a tree. Hanging from the tree are hundreds of dead cats. Okay. They then look inside the house. Inside the house is Mark Hamill. Right. Known as Luke Skywalker. Right. And he's like, hmm, something bad has happened here. Right. (laughs) There's hundreds of dead cats in this house. Now, the reason there's loads of dead cats is because there's shape-shifting energy vampires a lot like the previous movie that we talked about, right. Life Force. Oh, yeah. But these ones uh, can be killed by cats. Oh, God. If a cat scratches them, they can die. Okay, right. So, oh, God. So there's life-stealing energy so vampires B. that Again. suck off your life. I beg and your pardon? you need to get a cat. <laughs> the only saviour is a cat. Yes. And Mark Hamill's in it. Well, no, he's just in the start as like a sort of cameo. Thing. Right. Uh, I'm guessing that... Do you want to know a bit more? Or are you going to make an initial guess? Well, my initial thoughts are the first film... Well, no. Mm. Okay, the first film... So, so what, do do the armed people take her to the lab? They take her down to the lab, which is deep underground. Right. And it turns out that there's a hologram of a little girl, and she says, You're all going to die down here. 
I've heard of that before. What? what that? Does she actually say that? Is that? Yeah. But you do that all the time. That. Yeah. Is that where you got it from? You're all going to die down here. Right, and all the I like all the saying arm, that occasionally the in the office. Men. You do. <laughs> you do. It creeps me out. All the it happens. What? what so what? Just, just so what? She says that to all the armored armored people, yeah. all the scientists as well. Yeah, and then um, what, what starts killing him? Like, ghosts. and then a man. You know, you like you like the movie Cube. Remember when yeah. the guy was split into cubes by all these lasers? Oh yeah, that happens in this movie as well. No way. Yeah. Wow, that sounds great. And he's, um, I think it's Colin Salmon it happens to you as well. I think it's Colin Salmon. Colin Salmon. He could have been James Bond, Lewis. He could have been James Bond. I don't James know who Bond. that is. Let me Google him. What does he look like? No, don't Google him. You might see what movies he's been oh, in. Oh, shit, okay. Uh, and then B is what? Again, so hang on. So um, in movie B, we've got the vampires. Mark Hamill's at the start. Does Mark Hamill get bumped off pretty quick? Uh, no, he's like invest- investigating this. Investigating He's it. investigating this place. Mm-hmm. But the the, the, the kids. it's a, it's actually it's actually a woman and her son, mm-hmm. and they move on from town to town. Do they love when, cats? No, they hate cats because cats can kill them oh. because they're shape shifting energy vampires. Also, um, the mother wants to have sex with her son. Good God. Um. Okay. Yes. Well, um, my first thought was obviously. B, but my I'm moving towards A now. Although it does sound, it's got to be A. It's got to be A because it's the one that you quote. I'm going with A. I'm wait, wait. What? Final answer. No. Do, do, do. I was going to say movie B. Oh no! Don't tell me this. Right. I mean, not only has Luke Skywalker in, it's got Ron Perlman. Oh my yeah. god! It's too late. It's too and, late to change. And what? it's. And it's a Stephen King book. Oh! <laughs> and movie A is based on a video game. What? Oh. Okay. So give me your final answer now. Do I prefer movie A or movie B? Go. Uh, movie B. I've changed my mind. It's the right answer. Yes! I finally got one. Oh, thanks for letting me change. Holy shit. So, <laughs> so movie A... <laughs> Like you needed to win one oh, of these rounds. Movie A was Resident Evil. I got it. I got it towards the end, yeah. And movie B is Sleepwalkers, which oh. is a good film that I enjoy. Um, okay. But movie 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 A, Resident Evil. I I do you know what? I kinda I like the Resident Evil movies, but I know they're bad. Yeah, you'd like them, but you don't like them. You don't want to watch them again. I know that they're bad, and yet I still enjoy them. I guess you know about the Winchester house. Tom's put this on the list. Mm, yeah. But one of the strangest structures in the US is the home of the late Sarah Winchester, the widow of the gun magnate William Winchester. She believed that the ghosts created by her husband's Winchester rifles would come to her for vengeance. Okay. Is that what happens? When you shoot someone with a Winchester rifle, they turn into a ghost. And their ghost floats all the way to your house <laughs> to get Their body you. just turns into a ghost. Yeah. And then they go to the woman's house. To protect her, she built a mansion that was endlessly under construction for 36 years. Uh, it is said she believed that keeping it always in flux would ward off spirits who do her harm. But the construction is completely nonsensical. There are windows that look into other portions of the home rather than outside. Doors and stairwells lead to nowhere. Apparently $75 million 
has been spent oh on the house. God. And it's been a tourist attraction since 1923, five months after she died of heart failure at the grand old age of 83. Oh. So she did it, She did yeah. pretty good, didn't she? So maybe she actually did the right thing by, you know... Kept those ghosts out. Because I, th- I think it's probably important to sort of keep your mind busy and have sort of projects, you know, as you have sort of... You know, if you're... She probably never had a job, this woman. No. Did she? Um... So she always had a project, and that was the house. Yeah. And, you know, it kept her busy For some, until some she was in her For some people, the garden or, you know. Yeah, they'd pop her around in a garden. Yeah, or sewing. And her, knitting. you know, and she was, you know, terrified that ghosts would come and, you know. Get her. Get her. Well, I mean, the thing is, That's if you're a ghost. actually not very nice. Okay, it, if you're really? a ghost, hmm. or a lot of ghosts. I mean, Winchester's must have killed thousands of people, right? If not At millions. Least. Millions. So, billion. At least billions of well, people. Well, I would say. And all those ghosts whoo, floating along, okay, yeah. coming over to the house. And they get to the house, Ooh. right? And they go in the front door and they're like, oh, there's a window looking outside. Okay, I must have to go left. And they go up the stairwell and it goes up to nowhere. And they're like, oh, that must be all of the house. I uh, there was no one here then. So goodbye. Okay, yeah. I mean, there is there is a logical flaw in this. In that there's staircases that lead to nowhere, doors that open into just the wall. But if you're a ghost, surely you can walk through walls. Well, that's what I was thinking too. And you can too. keep walking up the stairs even though there's just the ceiling there. I imagine it a little bit like being in no clip in Gary's mod. Yeah, it's exactly like that. You know, you can just clip through all of the walls. N C L. If you were a ghost, you could just sort of see the cross section, and you'd see, you know, old Sarah Winchester in a rocking chair in like a really sort of confused maze, just mm. like you know, with like ball and yarn, and like her cat, just like you know, stroking it. Um, making sure it protects her from those energy vampires that are out to get her. Ooh. You know. It's, it's... The incestuous energy vampires. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, they're... So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I can see that it will provide her with a certain level of security. You know, it's mm. like a psychological thing. It's like yeah. she just feels safe in her extremely creepy, confusing, jumbled up house. So other people might see like a haunted house. That will, can, you, can you imagine like you're staying place. over, your mates with the widow of with Winchester and you're staying over at a house for the <laughs> night. You had dinner. Uh, you had a lovely night. You had a, you know, a couple of um, bourbons. That's right. And you go to bed. And, and you wake up and you feel a bit of a rumbling in your belly. You think, oh, I could I really do with a, do a, with a, a I need a, a shit and a piss. Need a shit and a piss. I need a shit and a piss. Right Where's now. the bathroom? Right. So you leave your room. You look down the corridor. There's 18 different routes. <laughs> you take one. It's a staircase, but you fall down and you're in a, a weird, dark place. You crawl on your hands and knees. You're actually in the room and everything's upside down. That's right. The chairs are on the ceiling. It's very spooky. There's a, there's a, a, candel, a candelabra thing and it's on the floor. <laughs> and so you turn the light, it's actually the toilet. But you have to like you have stand to pee up on upside down. Yeah, yeah. You have to stand up on your hands and on your head and do a poop up into the ceiling. You do a poo and it slides down your back, and you make a terrible mess. <laughs> and then you try and find your way back, and you accidentally walk into the kitchen, stark bollock naked, and everyone's sitting there having their breakfast because <laughs> <laughs> it's been six hours. It's morning, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So. Holy shit. You walk into the kitchen, stop bullet naked with a streak of shit down your back. <laughs> and everyone's eating pancakes. Mm. And they're like, would you like some orange juice? That's just normal for them. They're all the same. Yeah. They're all just like... <laughs> they're all naked with shit on their back. 
<laughs> it oh, happened to fuck. me too. <laughs> I see you from the toilet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, uh, so, uh, Jesus. Good. Right. Well, that's a story. That's um, a lovely story. So that's good. So here's another one. I, I mean, Tom's pasted these in. Now, I don't know where these come from, but this says, it just says BFM from thanks. Okay. What? I don't know what that means, but maybe it means something. So maybe, I don't know where he got these from either. We'll find out. Maybe it's from Reddit. Maybe it's just from the internet. I don't know. Maybe he just got sent them. Who knows? We bought a 50s bungalow a few years ago. Oh. The original owner had passed, and we were the first people to she live had there passed since. Passed wind. That's right. Yes. It really smelled. We had to air the place out a we lot. We had to move house. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the story. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh my God. My my daughter's bedroom was on the far side of the house from mine, and was always colder than the rest of the house. We chalked it up to poor insulation in that room. Mm. But every night, I would hear her talking to someone. At first, I just thought it was baby sleep babbling. She was about two at the time. But then she started talking to someone in the daytime, too. I asked her about it, and she told me it was the blue-faced mummy. (gasps) Mummy wanted to play peekaboo with her all the time and wouldn't leave her alone. So wait, mummy is not mother... Blue-faced mommy. Is it mummy as in... The blue-faced mommy. With bandages? No, no, no. Just mommy. Blue-faced oh, mommy. mommy. So it's a blue-faced mother. Yeah. I'm doing a weird accent. It's not... Blue-faced so where are mommy. they from, these people? America. Okay. The accent... You you weren't doing an American accent. The mommy. I didn't realise it was American until no. I read the word no, mommy. No, that threw me. Okay. The mommy wanted to play peekaboo with her all pre-ka-boo. the time. And wouldn't leave her alone. She said she would wake her up in the night to play peekaboo. It freaked the shit out of me. <laughs> I talked about it with one of the other ladies in the neighbourhood. One of the older ladies who knew the original family. Apparently, their oldest daughter had suffocated herself in the house after giving birth to a stillborn child. Not sure how she suffocated herself. The neighbour didn't have a lot of details. It happened in the early 70s. Anyway, I'm fairly certain that the blue-faced mommy Uh, my daughter was talking about is this Did she suffocate herself with the farts from the passing of gas? It could have happened. A friend told me... She had to read the best way to deal with lingering spirits. Sorry, a friend told me she had read the best way to deal with lingering spirits was to politely ask them to leave. So one night when my girl was woken up, I went to her room and politely said, Please, Mom, your family has moved away. I need you to go now. And after that, nothing. I still get chills thinking about it. So this is a real story that someone has posted on Reddit, I think. Spooky story. It's true, true story that actually happened. So their kid saw this blue-faced mommy. They talked around in the neighbourhood. This creepy old woman told them oh, that God. someone had su- someone had suffocated herself after giving birth to a stillborn child. What the right? fuck? And, but it doesn't make sense, right? Oh, maybe the blue-faced mommy is... Oh, God, it's creepy, isn't it? It's creepy. I don't understand what a blue-faced mommy is. Uh, I mean, well, are they talking about is it a ghost? It's a ghost with a blue face. Yeah, I guess so. Who suffocated? It's like the it's the ghost of the woman who suffocated herself after giving birth to the stillborn child. So she's got a blue face because she suffocated herself. Yeah, that does, makes sense. Does that happen? 
I guess so. Do you have a blue face it's if you supplement yourself? or something it's called. Maybe. Yeah, your skin colour goes blue when it's uh, set, you know. I like his politely, oxygen. please, ma'am, your family has moved away. We need you to go now. That's what she says to the ghost. Yeah. Ma'am, excuse me, ma'am, you can't haunt this place, ma'am. You're going to have to move on. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, cool. Oh, that was a spoopy one. Uh, that was weird, wasn't it? So we got next is one called... Chirp from 3B. So this was, I don't know where. Chirp. Tom hasn't given me any information, but we'll just assume it's posted on Reddit. When, he might have just made these up. No, he definitely didn't. He's, they're all full of spelling Citation. mistakes and stuff. Oh. <laughs> when right, okay. my friend was about 11 or 12, she went to an all-inclusive resort with her family. Okay, well, it's already a passed on story. You're telling me a story from when your friend was 11 or 12. It's fine. This is one of those big places with several pools, restaurants, kids' areas, etc. Like a big holiday camp. Okay? You've been to yeah. those? Yeah. You know what they like? A good old yeah. holiday camp. I Family like camp. They, yeah. The parents leave the kids to play for the day and they get drunk on the beach or whatever. Her dad buys walkie-talkies. One for her and her brother and one for the adults. This is before cell phones were a big thing. So they can stay in touch if the kids wanted to go and do their own thing. Okay, so that's cool. That's fun. That's a holiday thing. Yeah, this, I mean, this isn't really spooky yet. This okay. is all just pretty normal. No, it's all legit. One night, her parents and her brother go down to the restaurant for supper. My friend isn't feeling well, so she asks to stay in the hotel room and watch a movie. It's fine. They agree. Give her the walkie-talkie in case of an emergency. And she's up there for an hour or so, checking in periodically with her dad on the walkie-talkie, just saying hi, asking what they're eating, etc. Okay? She starts to feel really r- sick oh. and says to her dad, Hey, when will you be back to the room? Her dad answers back, We're coming up right now. Sweetie, I forget the room number. Could you tell me what it is? Okay, because that's happened to me. You've forgotten right. your room number. As soon as she's about to answer, her dad's voice cuts in. Hey, Chirp, we're coming up right now. We bought you some cake. See you in five. She knows the second one is her dad because he wait, always wait, calls her chirp. Wait, 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 wait. So, well, there's two voices. Yeah. So there's two dads. One's on the phone. Yeah. Where's the other one? On the phone. On a different phone? On the same phone. So her dad answers back, We're coming up right now, sweetie. I forget the room number. Could you tell me what it is? Right. And then just as she's about to answer, her dad's voice cuts in again. Hey, Chirp, we're coming up right now. We brought you some cake. See you in five. So did he ring twice then? No, it was a different one. She knows the second one's her dad because he always calls her Chirp. So she's on the phone to her dad. Yeah. He's saying... Not the phone, he's on a walkie-talkie. Oh, he's on the walkie-talkie. Right, okay. Right, that makes more sense. Right. But someone someone over the walkie-talkie comes who isn't her dad asking... Right, because if someone can get about into the what frequency... Her room number is. Then, yeah, 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 okay. This makes sense now. Right, oh, shit. Oh my god, so someone's pretending to be a dad. Which one is it? Which one is it? She knows the second one is her dad. Yeah. Because he always calls her chirp. And the other one doesn't know what room. That's right. So oh she, shit! She locked the door and turns the walkie talkie off. When her parents get back, they say they haven't talked to her all night. <gasps> so neither of them. Neither of them had talked. But all She's night. been talking with some other person all night who's creepy. All night. All night! And he wanted to find out her room number and she almost told him. Oh my god. Spooky. That is that is a bad one, isn't it? Oh, that was she was that close to being like inviting some creepy creepy up to That's her horrible. room. That's horrible. That could have been a disaster, couldn't it? Oh my god. Oh boy. Wow. That's that's really that's really that's really spooked me actually. That last one. Jeez. Oh gosh. Well, we did want to give people a bit of a spook, so I think that's that's a real spooky. Um, 
holy crap, that's the end. That's the end of my stories. I think, I think we've done it. I think we've done it, Simon. Oh my god. We've managed to spook everyone. I'm spooked. I've spooked myself. I'm pretty spooked. There is piss dribbling down my left leg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right. Well, there you go. Holy crap. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this episode. Um, this is the... the sp- we, we're saying we skip four. Yeah. This is the SPAC 5 killer. Yeah, but it might be like... Oh, it, it the might be... S can be a five. Yes. The five pacula. Okay. <laughs> That's what this is. We'll do that. We've decided what it's called right in the last minute of the show. Uh, the five pacula. Hopefully, we will be able to do more podcasts over the next year. I I'm looking like forward to. to the six pacula. Would you like to continue doing podcasts, Simon? I think I think. I would love fun. to, yes. Uh, we can get all of your questions and stuff. People have been sending us some really amazing, funny questions, so I'd love to go through those with you. And I think it'd be really fun. We could change some lives. And, uh, oh, we love talking about the spooky stuff too. So maybe a few of the creepy bullshit stories will uh, find their way or urban myths will find their way into... Not for another year. ...the ordinary podcast. <laughs> well, we'll see what we, we see if we have enough material. Oh, uh, otherwise, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you so much. Uh, lots of love. Uh, and see you all next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>